penitentiary games that they play with their homeboys, I knew something happened. <laughs> I knew something happened when Turk was locked down. And then another clip said, I cheated in prison. <laughs> what, how would you cheat in prison? He said, I cheated in prison. I know what happened, nigga. You fucked the dude in jail. I mean, I I ain't got nothing against him for saying what he said. A lot of lot of niggas that went to jail would not admit that they got they got their manhood took. Let alone took took it from somebody willingly. <laughs> Oh man, but other than that, I cut it, I cut that shit off right after that part, by the way. But up until that point, I wanted to know, like, how did we get here? And it was after quick time with Slime. Because he kept not being able to choose between certain artists. But there were some interesting stories. I wanted to watch it because, you know, I love Cash Money. I'm a Turk fan. I'm a fan of his album, Young and Thuggin'. Feel like Young and Thuggin' and Turk just was underrated. And Turk, it seemed like a lot of people have been putting shit in the other Cash Money members' heads about Turk. Turk is that friend that you don't invite nowhere. You you see him, it's all love. You laugh and you reminisce about embarrassing things in your past. But that's a nigga that you don't bring to a wedding. That's a nigga you don't bring to a work engagement because that nigga gonna tell everything but you know he talked about his upbringing he talked about how you know he was integrated into cash money him and the story about him and Lil Wayne almost going to sign with Master P was wild and that would have been very interesting Because, you know, P had the uh, engagements where you get a gun, a crib, a car, and a shit ton of money, and a bank account, and all that. But, man, <laughs> bruh. That was a wild ass interview. You know, because I guess he pleaded to uh, Birdman, Lil Wayne, BG, Manny Fresh, and Juvie. And how basically we saw the reason why Turk album took so long to come out for one. All he was doing was heron and dope the whole time. And how big of an influence that Soldier Slim was on him. And him being a ambitious 14, 15 year old kid that wanted to do heroin and coke. That was not a good influence. But yeah, man, we saw why Young and Thuggin took all those years. We see why he never had a sophomore album under Cash Money. Because around the time Young and Thuggin came out, they broke up. 
because he said Juvie left first, then BG, then him. And Lil Wayne was pissed off at him for leaving because they came in together, which is very understandable. I get that. But up until that point where, you know, <laughs> the nigga had at least 10 shots. And, you know, that's when the, uh, <laughs> the information came out that we already do. But anyway, right? Adam Silver is an idiot. And I mean that shit. Like, this nigga, man, always got to change some shit. Nigga, always got to please people. Like, I don't like this commissioner. I never did. I know he was under uh, David uh, Stern. So, allegedly, Sham Sharania reported that the current framework of an NBA in-season tournament as soon as 2023-2024 per sources will include cup games through November. What? Eight games advanced to a single elimination final in December. Other 22 continue with regular season. All games part of normal 82-game schedule. One extra for two final teams. What? The tournament games would run through November and eight teams would... Let's see, all of the games. The NBA... Oh, wow. The in-season tournament was discussed and the winner will get one million per player. These niggas is trying to be too much like March Madness. Like... Leave the game alone. Like, these players already risked their lives playing 82 games. Now you want to include a tournament. For what? You see, this is why the game has fell off. Because these niggas are just trying just damn near anything. Instead of just being 82 games, let's fight for these playoff positions. And let's make the interesting things uh, later on. You already got the All-Star game, too. So how y'all gonna, you know what, Adam Silver's a dumbass, I'm sorry man, like sorry not sorry, he's the worst commissioner in sports, hands down, it's like him and Goodell are like having a pissing war on who could be like the worst commissioner, it's that fucking close, just bad decision after bad decision. Now, we're finally here. As I already announced, the King Known Awards day cutoff will be October the 14th. I'll show you the reason why. Now we got upcoming releases that have, you know, all of these are not 100% confirmed due to the fact that, um, you know, people push back their albums for a lot of reasons. One notable person that has not been announced yet is SZA. 
Where is Scissor? We've been, uh, the the whole world has been anticipating that second album for a longest. However, we're gonna go over those that have actually been announced, and these will be pivotal last-minute additions to the up-and-coming King Known Awards. If you're unfamiliar on what the King Known Awards are, I suggest that you search for it in my archives when I explain the nominees and listen to the uh, to last year's King Known Awards. It's basically where I give my respect to the uh, artist in many different categories. It's just like a regular awards show, basically. But just my way, my decisions, with the uh, help of the people, of course. But I come down with all of the final decisions, though. I've been working on this all year, ever since last mid-October. I have uh, tallied all the album grades up from the beginning till the end. And now, September 16th, it's going to be a very interesting day. We got some new ESTG. Man, CMG trying to keep up with Dreamville because, woof, Dreamville took off like a rocket. I mean, ever since the uh, King Known Awards, you know, started, you know, the, the new year, we got re Dreamville releases from Kaz, from Dreamville, the group itself, Boss, Earth Gang, Ari Linux, Jid, those niggas got down. And CMG, they're no different. I mean, 42 Doug and ESTG did release projects, including one together. And then CMG released that group album. They signed Glorilla. They dropped Mozzie's album. Yo Gotti dropped a classic double album. So, we got some expectations. I mean, ESTG, his music is good, but I don't see, I think he needs to really step it up lyrically this time around and then have a little bit more substance in it to go along with those street anthems. I think that's, that's what I probably expect from him. Crooked Eye and Joel is uh, releasing an album called Harbor House or Harbor World or some shit. Let me look up the actual album title. Sorry guys, had to just look it. I think it's Harbor House or something, I don't know. Let me see. Harbor Cities Season 1. That's the name of it. Um, I'm expecting nothing less than uh, close to a classic. I mean, the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse was a very dope album. I, def 
definitely enjoy that record. I really did. I mean, they told their side of the story. But Harbor, Harbor City season one, I'm expect that to be a very different project. A lot more aggressive, superior, lyricism. And then allegedly, I'm not sure if, if, if she confirmed this, but also on September 16th, Armani Caesar is releasing the sequel to her debut album, The Liz. And let me tell you something, The Liz was fire. I don't know if it was a classic, but it was very good. And I'm expecting a classic album from Armani Caesar. I view Armani Caesar as one of the top three female MCs out there. You know what I'm saying? I got, you know, of course, I got uh, Rhapsody at number one. I got Armani at number two, and I got Lotto at three. Those are the three best to me. In my opinion, currently, as it stands, I think those three are the best females right now. This is, this is not business. That's a personal. I mean, Armani Caesar is a queen in this game, man. She don't get the uh, she don't get the love and respect because, you know, she signed to a, a, an independent label. First off, she signed to Griselda, who doesn't necessarily like get the radio play that they deserve. I mean, could you imagine if Drillarama was like pushed? Could you imagine if? Uh, Tens for everybody was pushed. And Ginger Rothstein, like, shh. Yeah, I can't wait for the Liz, too, man. I might buy that motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. My freebies. Um, so, allegedly, September 23rd is not gonna be an important day for nobody. Because I looked at the releases. Freddie Gibbs is soul, soul, Separately. Soul sold separately. Man, this has been highly anticipated. Freddie Gibbs has been pushing back his album, but been releasing very solid singles. And I wonder, are they going to be on the album? One song for certain that's going to be on the album is Too Much featuring Moneybag Yo which I view as a banger, okay? Hopefully Black Illuminati with Jada Kiss is on there. Hopefully Big Boss Rabbit is on there. Hopefully, um, it's another track he released. I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh yeah, the joint with Schoolboy Q. I forgot the name of the song though. I hope all of those songs actually make the record. You know, Freddie Gibbs has been causing a lot of controversy, you know, roasting Benny the Butcher. And then his Instagram stories, you got to get your popcorn ready every day because Freddie Gibbs always got some crazy, funny shit going on. You know, it's been a lot of controversy 
with him, you know, getting jumped by like 50 people. No shit like that. But other than that, Soul Sold Separately, at least by the good rap community, has been highly anticipated. YG is dropping an album on September the 30th as well. It's called I Got Issues. And Scared Money. And then the song with Tiger where he's dressing up like a bad bitch. Ah, I can't I can't look at that song the same after that video. Sorry guys. Niggas be like, but Marlon and Sean did it. Marlon and Sean are actors. I don't want to hear that shit. But I'll still check out I Got Issues. I mean Toxic, that's a catchy record. I like Toxic and Scared Money. Those are fire. Take off in Quavo. Take it Quay. Stephen Clay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Quavo and Takeoff are dropping their debut album together. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be very dope, man. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, because I wasn't sure at first. I didn't like a hotel lobby. I didn't like that shit. But once Us versus Them came out, I was like, okay. And then I heard Big Stunner. I was like, oh, shit. This album might be good. Definitely looking forward to it on uh, October the 7th. And then, the last day. What made me determine the cutoff date for the King Known Awards. Little Baby is dropping, finally. His second album. I mean, his third album. I'm sorry. Third album. I forgot. I always forget about uh, Harder Than Ever. But it's only me. Little Baby has obviously been a part of some controversy. Because um, it seems to me that he's responsible for why... The Migos are possibly on track for a breakup and why Offset wants off of the label. Amongst, you know, QC getting money off his set off his debut album when they weren't supposed to. But Lil Baby is almost me. Lil Baby got banger after banger after banger. Like he's released about five singles. So I'm pretty sure that those album sales, I mean, his second album, My Turn, is still selling records in 2022, y'all. I expect a classic album out of this nigga. If it ain't a classic, I'm going to be on him. I'm going to be on him, man. Like, like Denzel was on Ray Allen. And he got game. But those are the albums that I anticipate will make an impact in the King Known Awards. It's highly possible. All in all, yeah, this is a very short show. Ain't really shit going on that happened over the weekend. Besides that dumbass tournament that Adam Silver... Silver slippers, silver shoes, silver bitch, silver 
whatever the fuck. Cancer boy. Doing that dumb shit to the NBA. But this is King Known Uncensored. Coming attractions and I'm gone.